0: Hello and
1: welcome to The Haunted Estate here with your host. Yep, that's me, Selena Myers. I hope you're all having a great day. It's been a little while since we have seen each other. I ran into a lot of audio issues. We are back to our first audio setup there. Expensive stuff never lasts long, does it? Anyways, we are ready to jump into the next chapter of my book, which is The Home Reader, A Paranormal Journey. Um, this one's a short one, actually really short chapter and a lot was cut out by the editor, but I will give you guys a little taste of that after I am done saying the chapter. I'm actually going to be doing the next chapter, hammering it up and getting these books up ready. Uh, it'll all be over and jump into our normal scheduled programming. You can probably hear the, uh, creepy, sad piano music going on underneath this track. That is going to be our new under music. I think I'm going to be getting rid of the Addams Family theme song at the beginning. I really think that 2018 is going to be the year for the Haunted Estate podcast. So I really want to bring it down a notch. Make some relaxing voice and take you all on a creepy journey. That is so weird to do that. But I love it. I want you to be able to listen to this podcast walk around in a cemetery, and feel like you're in the right place. (laughs) Also, if you do want to share your story, um, handwritten, real story, ghost story, topics, ideas, anything under the moon, you can email it to me at selena at thehauntedestate.com, or you can call our toll-free phone number, 1-877-260-3428, and leave us a message there. You got about 20 minutes, something like that. I'm having a really hard time logging in to my messages from the contest back in the day there for the, for the fear farm tickets, along with all our other stories. I have been dealing with my account manager there who is having a hard time connecting my emails. I don't know. They reset a bunch of stuff and I am hoping to God that stuff still there or else. Ooh, we gonna have a problem. actually i want to also share with you guys there's been some really weird developments in my life kind of going on in the paranormal realm of things as if you followed this podcast this entire time then you know that uh especially if you're listening to the book what i've kind of dealt with my whole life what i've been involved in and also how i took a break from things i feel like i'm getting a little forced back into it which you know at the end of the day it is who i am it is what i have to do So I will give you guys an update on the really freaky stuff going on in my life. But as for now, let's jump into the next chapter of The Haunted Estate. It is called Home Sweet Home.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I com.
1: My hometown was less than lush with opportunity when it came to buying my first house. By the age of 20, I had found myself a good paying job a handsome fiance and the means to for lack of a better term settle down. We were so lucky to have a fantastic real estate agent who took her time narrowing down the listings she thought would fit our lifestyle. We were looking at homes between the prices of 140 and 200,000. For our town of 38,000, there were only a dozen houses within that range. I worried that embarking on a home-buying adventure would not be as easy for me as it would be another prospect buyer, and I was right. (laughs) I found the quest incredibly tiring. So many homes were full of the dense, raw energy that follows a divorce, or worst of all, entering a bedroom and getting flickers of images in my head of events that should never happen to someone so innocent. In all, we had gone through about 15 houses when we pulled up in front of a cute, three-bedroom, 1950s bungalow. It was situated on a slightly busy road, but the curb appeal was so exuberant. (laughs) We pulled into the 90-foot driveway and parked in front of the single-car garage. We made our way to the front door and walked into a freshly painted, sparsely decorated home. The kitchen and bathroom had been remodeled, but the rich hardwood and crown molding still remained. As I walked the house, I saw nothing but splashes of color here and there. I picked up a thought, but as a whole, the home felt airy, free, and like it should belong to us. At the time, I was 20, and my fiancé was 26. We had never lived together, but opted for buying instead of renting and paying someone else's mortgage. By the next morning, my fiancé was texting me as I lay in bed at my parents' house back and forth went the bidding war and by 9 30 a.m i walked out to the kitchen with a smile on my face and told my parents i just bought a house the next few months flew by as we gathered all the items for our new home before we knew it the day had come and we were painting and moving our furniture into our first home Around the time I had moved into this house was when I started to embrace the paranormal side of life. I had finally put my real name out there. I think moving out of my parents' house and truly feeling like an adult, I was able to see who I really was. As you know from the introduction, spirits have been known to find their way to me. Luckily, the spirits I had mingled with had never crossed the barrier of the physical doorway to my house. Unless it was the members of the Nellis family. We had moved to our home on August 31st, but on January 14th, we had our first strange occurrence. We had returned from an afternoon shift when we opened our back door and headed down the stairs to take off our boots. At the bottom of the stairs, we were met with a foot of water. At first, we didn't think anything of it, as if the rain pouring from the skies that day had affected many of the houses in our area. We quickly had our home dug up and the foundation sealed to keep it from happening again. The basement that was what's ruined, we had just finished renovating. It had taken nine coats of yellow paint to cover the dark red paneling, and the wood floors we installed were now swollen with water. During the teardown, when we removed the wood paneling, we found a large large red spiral that had shown its way through the layer of green paint that had covered the block foundation i didn't feel anything as i placed my hand against the wall but i kept the spiral in the back of my mind over the next few months the flood didn't stop it wasn't the walls that seeped water this time it came from everything in the basement first our brand new washing machine overflowed when a cloth i had never seen before plugged the drain then our brand new water softener again and again it rotated between the washer and the softener even after every precaution was taken the water never stopped i knew that this was becoming more than bad luck there was nothing threatening but I was surprised that whatever this was had come into a home I thought was free from these kinds of things. I spent a lot of time trying to connect whatever or whoever it was using the channel of water as communication, but nothing. A month later, I had come home from an afternoon shift and was in my office going through emails at about 1 30 a.m. when I heard mumbling, I had paused for only a moment when I thought for sure it was coming from the slightly open window and went back to work. A few moments later, I heard the sound again. This time, it didn't seem like it would be coming from outside. I went slowly into the hallway and checked the thermostat. The th- the furnace had been off for days since it was that glorious part of spring, not too hot, not too cold. Across from the thermostat is a grate in the floor that collects air for the furnace. I sat beside it and heard the noise again. It was the sound of an upset, mumbling man. Someone who might have even been crying. I sat in the dark and leaned down so my ear was closer to the vent. The noise didn't stop and seemed to be a few decibels louder as if the man was right under the vent. I was trying to make out words from the muttering when my bedroom door, seven feet away from where I was sitting, had opened. My fiancé, Adam, who was on days and had been asleep for at least five hours, was standing in the doorway, looking at me sitting on the floor. Were you crying? He asked as he rubbed sleep from his tired eyes. This was new for me. My shared experiences were far and few between when it came to family. My then-fiancé is the polar opposite of me. He is an outdoorsman who avoided anything creepy. I have to bribe him to go see a scary movie. Quickly, I saw the realization cross his glance as I shook my head really slowly and pointed to the vent. Then pushed the same finger to my lips to mimic, saying, Shh. He came over and listened. He, too, heard the man. At first, he grabbed his protective instinct, taking over. Worried that someone was in the basement, I knew that I had locked the door behind me when I came home and didn't think this was an intruder at all. Adam quickly took to the basement, quietly, (laughs) with a bat, and a light and a whole bunch of courage. But as I thought, he found no one in the basement. That night, I slept restlessly. In my dreams, I saw a young man pacing around my basement. He was about 25 and stood 5'8. He had long, curly brown hair and sported a blue jeans and a black T-shirt with an abstract design. The only thing out of place was that he walked above the ground. I awoke super curious and contacted a local historian, was able to give that was able to give me the previous owner's names, and also questioned the neighbors. I never found any information about the man which led me to believe that somehow a spirit made its way into my home. After that night the flooding stopped and I never saw the man again. It was as if he was just simply passing through, a guest who stayed for a couple months. My home has remained rather quiet except for a few instances of what I think are other spirits passing through. Every once in a while, the house will have a cluster of days where the energy feels off and something happens. I was lucky to catch a couple instances on film. I have videos of a blender, a plate of butter, and a necklace holder making their ways across the tops of furniture in my home. It seems the more I work in the paranormal, the more I become a beacon for the unknown, as if I am a lighthouse they can see and make their way to when they need to be seen or heard so that finishes that chapter there but something that was taken out by the editor and probably the best part of the chapter (laughs) uh I I reread over this but I was just I'd read it so many times that I just like glanced it was like yeah get it over get get rid of it (laughs) one thing that wasn't put in is that that night with the vent we went to bed and it was like there was this all right we keep our room black but it was as if there was a spot in our room that was like blacker than black And we kind of heard a shuffling noise, so I freaked out, and I hit my husband to turn on the light. And for our light, it's one of those ones that go from dark to light, like it's a gradual waking up clock. So he was slapping the light to turn it on, so it was coming up from light to dark, and I was running to the light switch by the door, and I brushed against this. And as the light came up from that lamp, that spot in the room came up a lot slower, and it was like in the form, it was almost like a pillar-type form at the end of our bed, which was... Terrifying, <laughs> but I feel like that was kind of the climax of that chapter. But it was taken out. But uh, is what it is, right? I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this chapter, and I'm going to get the next one up tonight, hopefully, as well. I'm glad to be back, and I really think that this is the year for the haunted estate, so don't forget, if you do want to tell us your story, written, real, your friends, your moms, please call us 1-877-260-3428, email me, selena at thehauntedestate.com most importantly, add me on Snapchat. I love talking to you guys. And my Snapchat is Selena's life. C-E-L-I-N-A-S-L-I-F-E. Don't be afraid. I also, oh, I'll start it in the, the next show. I'll tell you something really cool. All right. I hope you guys have a great night. Sayonara.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take